welcome to this episode of Mercy Can't Stop Her, the podcast where we share the stories of women's resilience through chaos, crisis, and the challenges of life. I am your host, Judith Kambia Obatusa, J.K.O. Last week, we talked about forgiveness and how we can forgive. We talked about the fact that forgiveness is a process and that we can also get triggered by things. So we keep working on that that forgiveness, on letting go. It's not something that happens in the twinkle of an eye. It's a journey. So today... I registered my youngest in the air cadets and I was triggered. I have learned to forgive, forgive people, forgive institutions, forgive groups that have hurt me because indeed I have been hurt by several When I came to Canada in 2012, my family experienced so much trauma. And my story, the beginning of that trauma, started from the school. And my son, my older son, was registered in air cadets. It was something that we really dreamt of the day that he was going to turn 12 and go register. So I planned everything with my son. He was excited. He looked forward to it. And I registered my son for air cadets. I learned about air cadets when a social worker told me about it because my son is really energetic, very smart, and he needed to be challenged But people like that, they also need to learn discipline. And Air Cadets, the Cadets program is a very helpful tool for young men and women to learn leadership skills, self-control, and many other benefits. And I put my son in the Air Cadets program. And not long after, we had a situation which I didn't know my son was being bullied in school and he threw something at me. And when I went for counseling, so that's one of the reasons why I truly prefer Christian counseling. I went to a secular counselor in a program that the social worker uh, from the Children's Aid Society had asked me, had referred me to. And I mentioned it and they called them and they forced my son, just a few days to Easter, and took my son away. And that was the beginning of the unraveling of all the plans. Even though they told me about air cadets, they took my son out of that program. They took my son out of soccer, which he's very good at. Everything that I had put in place, swimming, and many other terrible things happened to my son. 
And today, as I sat listening to the presentation and to them talk the orientation for the boys, I was thinking about my son. Everyone who knows who is a parent and who has who is who has read psychology books and other things, you know, there's a special bond between a mother and her son, her first son, a man and his first daughter. They refer to this as the Oedipus complex, where there's a special bond between your child and the parent of the opposite sex. Today, as I sat there, I wanted to burst into tears, but of course I could not. My heart was just aching. Because that singular decision, which I didn't know my rights, I could have fought more, maybe, I don't know, for my son, but I did not. And when I think about it, I should be bitter. I know people who are really bitter with the system, but of what usually be to me. And I was just thinking about this concept of forgiveness and how you don't just need to forgive close family members. Like I've been talking about domestic violence in the last few quite quite a number of episodes. But then just think about other people, other things, other situations that have hurt you. For me, I'm a black woman. My son was a victim of systemic racism. My family was a victim of systemic racism. And though I'd been trying, fighting to come out of that place of victimhood, from time to time I get these triggers because the trauma is still lingering, not just from my thoughts, but from things that are happening in my children's lives and in my own life. And I just wanted to tell the story just to talk about the idea that we talked about last week, that forgiveness is a process, is a journey. You don't, you don't get to it in a, in a moment. And from time to time, you could be triggered. Today was one of such days. One of the ways that I know that Johnny has been a good one in terms of forgiveness is that as I tell you this story, I'm not bitter. I can't be bitter. There must be something positive in this experience. I always say something. I say our stories count for something. Behind our pain, there is purpose. Even through our pain, there is purpose. Through the the things that were taken away from my family, from my son, things that look like opportunities. I trust God. You know, the Bible says that he'll restore the years the canker worm has eaten, the years that the locust has eaten. And you know, there is no one that can restore, only God. I cannot go back in time to undo the damage that's been done to me and my family and my precious beloved son. But I can be hopeful that tomorrow his experience will 
be a driver for his elevation. I have the choice. One other thing about forgiveness is it's a choice. This week, I wasn't really talk, supposed to talk about for forgiveness. I was supposed to talk about the prize of unforgiveness, but I just had to have this conversation today because I, yes, I'm really, you know, sad. I'm feeling sad, but as I tell you this, I'm still hopeful. You know, when they talk about bittersweet, there is sadness and there is hope all mixed together in my heart today. I am so sure that his future is great. I am so sure that what we experienced as an immigrant family is not so that I can cower in shame but it's so that I can talk about it. So if you're an immigrant family, you can know that these things happen and you can be better prepared. Or if you're in that situation, know that there will come a time when there'll be light at the end of the tunnel. My podcast tells the stories of women's resilience, especially in families, in relationship. I know that for many families, when the child welfare system comes calling, the unity of the family plays a huge role in some of the outcomes. But as we all know, even in the best situations, things can go upside down. So I don't know what your own situation may be today. I don't know who has created a situation that has caused you harm. My story has been for almost nine years. Almost a decade because of one person's decision. Because I did not know my rights. I could have insisted that no, and then they would have had to call the cops and then would have gone to court and and then my son would have, I would have fought. But I don't know because I didn't know my rights. I was terrified. People can use power, that is, intimidate you into a situation. A marriage relationship can break you and make your life feel as if you've gone backwards by more than a decade. But I'm here to tell you today, we just have to forgive. You just have to forgive because there is no other way to go forward. Today, it's not about me quoting books or articles or people. It's about sharing my experience. I have so many hurts, so many experiences of betrayals, of pain, of, of things I didn't deserve, hurt that I didn't deserve, of lies being told against me. But I remember Pastor Ayo Daniels, like I think I mentioned him last week too, 
when he talked about the principle of advanced forgiveness. I remember when I used to cry and ask God, don't let me be bitter. Don't let me lose myself. Help me to love like you. Help me to hang in there in love. When I used to call him, and even this night, I'm still calling him. I'm still calling him because the sadness that I feel as a mother who did all I should do. They said, read to your children early. My kids were reading by the age of two. I did everything. I lived right. I didn't, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, I don't party. I was there. And they say, love, love, and I love. And it's not just about saying, I have no other choice. That's all I know to do. Yet, the system got me. Yet, people hurt me. Yet I was ridiculed. I was betrayed. But life goes on because there is one who is able to turn around situations. There is one who I always refer to in my podcast. He's the king of kings. He's He's the Lord of Lords. All power belongs to him. He's the only one who can take a situation that looks impossible and turn it around for good. He's the only one who can raise the dead. He's the only one who can do miracles. And so because of that, there is no need for me to hold on to hurt. I have to forgive if God can forgive me, if he can forgive people who have done terrible things, if he can send his son to help us and instead of us to celebrate him, he was murdered. What can I do but to be like the one whom I say is my Lord? Today, I just want to encourage you, if you're in that place where someone has hurt you deeply, where it's so hard, where you had a covenant with your husband, your spouse, to live together, to be together, and he betrayed you, he hurt you, and because of it, you lost your financial standing, you lost your home, you lost even your children, I want you to know that tomorrow is better than yesterday. Tomorrow is pregnant with great blessings for you. Just be hopeful. Don't be like Lot's wife. Don't look back. Look forward because your future is bright. And when you do this, like I always say, mercy won't stop you. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.